First of all, like I said, it's, it's, it's like the like Lord says, a lot of memories here. And, and if you know, I've been here a long time. And I uh, appreciate Brother Hans. Amen. I am right to above. I know the Lord's got stuff in store for him, and I pray for him about every day. But it is a, it's a tough road sometimes. But man, you got a good, you got a good guiding. That's Jesus Christ. That's God. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Is there any children need to go back to nursery? They do holler at Lisa. She'll be here in front. All right, that's fine. Anyway, like I say, you know, we've, you know, God's done some great works around here. You know, you're thinking about them. And uh, honestly, I've been thinking for the last couple of weeks, you know, as I told a little while ago, I got up there, I didn't know if I was coming or going. I guess as you get older, you get the dumber you get sometimes. <laughs> I don't know, you forget. I don't know if y'all about that point yet. <laughs> uh, but, I, you know, I'm trying, to, uh, I'm trying to make this commitment. I'm trying to, I'm going to try to give 110% next year. As a church, because I think time is, we need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, because everybody, you know, is getting so far away from, you know, instead of all these troubles and stuff bringing us to God, it seems like it's taking us away from God. Amen. That's just the way I look at it, you know. But uh, let's be praying for the coming year. You know, if God gives it to us, let's just see if we can, you know, just, just let him do his work, you know, and just be obedient to his work and his will. So... I say, I appreciate y'all. Appreciate the prayers, my wife, and and I'm like I appreciate Rachel and Hans, Hans and Rachel, and very much so. But God's got great things for us to do and ahead for us. Amen. Amen. If you know, uh, if you look in Revelation, he got he got a pretty good Christmas present for us. <laughs> Amen. 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 For those that know Jesus Christ and accepting His personal Savior, it's uh, we've got a big present waiting for us, and that's heaven or home. Amen. 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 Turn with me to Luke. We always do this about this time every year, and we want to read the story of the Christmas. Uh, there's so much in this. You know, we read it, we hear about it, and it from Bible classes on up, or when kids. So much stuff in it. You know, God is amazing. He is amazing. He always got a plan. Amen. Nothing's caught him off guard. You believe that? Amen. And up to this time, you know, and you know, as you all know the story, not getting back into it much, and uh, I don't even know what. We'll try to make this as, as brief as possible. I've enjoyed the service so far, and like, let's get back to the Lord singing that song. I love that song he sings. I love Fourth July song when he sings White Crosses. I look forward to that every year. So, Lord, as long as you're able, you're going to sing them. All right? Yeah, man, I love that song, both of them songs. But God's got so, he got so, he, you know, he's got so much. He knows, and he can do anything. And we serve a God that loves us very much. If he didn't love us, he wouldn't do this right here for us. He would have done this. Send his son, Jesus Christ. Go, man, can you imagine having to leave heaven and come down to a place like this? He must, he, loved, he must have loved us and see and what God had to watch through his son, Jesus Christ. 
I know this first chapter is, you know, it's got, it's got so many verses in it. There's a long chapter. I'm not going to read it word for word. You just follow me along, and I'll try to keep, keep up with where I'm, I'll try to tell you where I'm at. But I'm just going to kind of pick a few places here and there. And uh, before we even do that, let's go to the Lord and we're to prayer at this time. Then we'll just ask God to bless his word today and just move in our service today, okay? Father, today we just thank you for this time you've given us today to be in your house. We just thank you so much, Father, for this time of the year. Father, we thank you for the greatest gift you've ever given to humans today, Father, your son, Jesus Christ. We just thank you so much today, Father. We pray for those today, Father, less fortunate than we are. We pray, Father, for those that's in the storm here the other couple of days, Father, for those that lost their homes, Father, we just pray that you be with them, Father. We just thank you today that you're, we know you're still in control today, Father. We know, Father, all things work together for a good them that loves the Lord today, Father. Thank you for the answer of prayers, and we thank you for the prayers that you're going to answer. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. As I'm saying, just some praying there, but remember all the people that was in the storm, and they're so, they're so devastated, you know, through the them few states there, and it's just, uh, Christmas is going to be pretty dim for some of them, you know, that's lost everything they've had, you know, so just be a praying for them, and God can do great things. And this story here, you know, it starts, it starts off with Zacharias and Elizabeth, you know, and in about the fifth verse there, it talks about, you know, Zacharias was a, high, was a certain priest, you know, and his wife was the daughter of Aaron. Her name was Elizabeth, we know that. The sixth verse there said they were both righteous before God, walking his commandments, and and they you know, the uh, and ordered the name of the Lord blameless, and they had no child, you know, in the seventh verse, and because it said Elizabeth was burned, had no child, and they, now they was stricken in their years. They was getting on up her in age. We find out to the next little part there that, you know, Zacharias had to go to, uh, he had to do the uh, Office of the high priest, you know, in the, in the order of the course, and according to the custom in the, uh, in the priest's office, his lots was to burn incense while he was in the temple of the Lord. Now, 10th verse, the whole multitude of people were out praying outside at the time of the incense. Now, just kind of picture this into your mind, you know, as Zechariah was inside and they was all out praying, the Bible says as he was in there. And the Bible says there appeared an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And Zechariah saw him, and he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. In 13 verse, and said, The angel said unto him, says, Fear not, Zechariah, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. Stop there for just a moment. I've read that many times and everything, and uh, now as you get to think of Zechariah and Elizabeth, now the Bible says they was struck in years, they was, they was older. And then the angel come to Zacharias said, the first thing he told him, he said, you, your prayer is heard. I don't think, this is my personal opinion, that Zacharias was praying for a baby that day. You know, I'd be kind of like me coming up and praying for a child. I'm not going to do that today. <laughs> you know, I'm old. <laughs> I just don't think Zacharias, that was a prayer that he was praying that day. But I think he's prayed that prayer many times before, back years ago. Amen. You say, well, he said all that for, Pastor. I've said today prayer changes things. Sometimes prayer is not answered when you want it to be answered. But just get to thinking about this. God keeps up with our prayers. Yes. Do you understand what I'm talking about? 
We get discouraged a lot of times. Well, he didn't hear my prayer. Why? But you know, you think, well, he didn't answer it right then when I wanted him to. But that's not necessarily the case. I don't think Zacharias was praying for a child that day, but he said the angel told him, said, Zacharias, your prayer has been heard. And you can imagine this is it blew his mind, you know. He said, you know, as he was as, as it was in there, and he said, Your prayer has heard said, uh, your wife Elizabeth shall bear a son, and shall call his name John, told him everything, and they shall and they shall and they shall have joy and gladness, and many shall be joyous at his birth, and on that you read on down through there, and we find that I won't just get this point one, doesn't mention it, but uh we find out that, you know, that uh, prayer is something today as we today uh, need to realize today, always pray. Amen. Amen. I'm going to put this a little bit in today's time. Some of us just give up on our country. Amen. Come on. If you look at the leadership, I'm on, I shouldn't go here, but I just, it's all right, okay. <laughs> You look at our leadership today, we don't got a whole lot. Amen. Amen. So why pray? Why? Because God's going to hear my prayer. He may not answer it the next three or four years, but time goes on, he may answer our prayers. Amen. So we need to keep on praying. Amen. Come on, saints. We need to keep on praying, not give up, because, you know, God hears our prayers. He heard Zechariah's prayer back years ago when he was praying for a child. He didn't get it then. And, he, and through the time that they was living in, and you know, I don't all the things that went on. But now he said, "You're gonna have a, you're gonna have a son. Then you're gonna call his name John." So I'm just saying to this to, to, to y'all today: we have got to pray today, each and every day. Each and every day for different things, our children, our country, our churches today. We need a, we need prayer very much. So why? Because God, I believe this is the way I put it. God stores our prayers. He stores our prayers. I believe that today. And when the time comes into sync with his time, it happens. It happens. Here's what I'm talking about. It happens. So don't give up on God. Don't quit on God. And I'm here today to tell you I don't want to be a quit on you. And Zechariah's about the 18th verse. He said, I'm an old man. My wife's struck it in years. You know, he said, the angel said here, I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God. I'm sent to speak unto you and to show you these great tidings. And he said, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the days that this happens. And I'm putting this a little bit in my old, old version here. And the Bible said, the people that was outside praying for Zechariah waited for him. They marveled that he stayed so long. His mind, you know, begin to wonder, you know, begin to blow, you know, that, you know, maybe he's serving God that's able. I just put this in my own version. Maybe, he's, maybe God is a little bit better than I thought he was. If you ever had God to act in your life today, you think, well, he's better than I thought he might have been. Come on. He does something that's impossible. If you look back in your life for just a little bit, it wouldn't take you very long to say, you know, if it hadn't been for God, he's got to be pretty awesome or I wouldn't be where I'm at today. I wouldn't have what I have today. We are blessed people today. Instead of scattering from God, we need to start coming closer to God. And Zacharias stayed there. And all I sit down at some time, I just begin to think about him sitting in there, what he was thinking. And I was thinking, God, he's probably thinking, God, you're awesome, God. 
I don't understand how I'm going to chase this boy around. I can't hardly walk myself. Y'all don't want to exaggerate much like I do, do you? I can't even hardly, you know, get up. But this child, I'm going to chase him down. But God will provide. When you don't see things, you know, your way, let God do it his way. And Zacharias, you know, and all these things that he began to think about, he said, you know, he said, you know, the people marveled that he stayed there so long. He said, and he, he didn't believe this. So he said, you're not going to be able to speak until that this is accomplished. You're not going to sit around and tell about this. You know that I'm God. Amen. You know that I'm God. I use this sometimes. You all may not believe this. Everybody not look at the same way I look at this. Sometimes we just need to, you know, when God does something miraculous in our lives, sometimes we just don't even try to explain it. Amen. Why? I just say he's God. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I mean, this is where he told Zacharias, you know, and he, did, he, he wasn't able to speak for this period of time until this baby was born because you can't explain God sometimes. That's my personal opinion. He's just God. Everybody he said, if you don't explain it to me, I won't believe it. I can't explain God sometimes, but I believe him. I don't know how he makes the sun come up in the east every morning and sits in the west, but he's still God. I don't know how you put a thing out there in the, in the space called the sun, and for thousands and thousands of years, it's been hot. And about July and August, is still just as hot now as it was Thousands of years ago. Explain to me how it, why don't it burn up. You can't. It's a God thing. It's a God thing. God said it. I believe it. And let's drop it. It's so. Zachari Some of you don't believe this story right here in the Bible. They don't believe Zacharias literally probably had a child. They probably thought they adopted one. They sure don't believe Mary was a virgin and had a child. That's not possible to humans. But we're not talking about human. We're talking about a God that's able. We're talking about God, the creator today. We're talking about God that can just speak things and it happens. And his son, Jesus Christ, come on the world and for in a year after he grew up into a man, he could speak things and he could bring dead people back to life. He could heal wounded. He could heal blinded eyes. He could took the deaf ears and they would be able to hear. He could do all things. That's not possibly possible. I know it's not humanly possible, but we're not talking about a human. We're talking about a God. Amen. We're talking about a creator. Amen. Amen. Why would he love me? I don't know why he loved me, but he does. Amen. You can ask yourself the same question. But he does. He does. Or he wouldn't have said this story in the Bible. Amen. It isn't just a story. It's a true story. Zacharias couldn't explain it, so God said, you're not going to be able to talk for a period of time. We find on down just a little bit. I've got to hurry. And this story never gets old, does it? The Bible says, you know, he come back and, you know, he made speechless all this and the, and as days his wife, Elizabeth conceived and hid herself five months. And we get on down to the part where Gabriel visited somebody else, and that was Mary. 27th verse, to a virgin, engaged her spouse to a man named Joseph to the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And I imagine, and I'm, I'm I, I wouldn't go there. Okay, let's go. 
The Bible, you know, he said two virgins. If that's what the Bible says, that's what it is. He said, you know, it's not possible. Well, God said it was. It's possible. We found on down here, and he said, the angel said to her, Hail, thou art highly favored. The God of the, the or God is with thee. Blessed are thou among women. Now, Mary was just a young, young lady now. Can you imagine what was Lord, Lord, what was going through her mind? Can you imagine? She said, you know, you're going to have a son. And look at all the people going to talk about you for a while. Amen. Amen. But I'd rather have God, been in favor with God, than in the favor of the world. Amen. You know what I'm talking about? You know, some people just want glory in this world, want their names on this, want their names on that. I want my name one place. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I want my name one place. And that is the Lamb Book of Life. That's where I want my name at. All this other stuff, it don't make no difference. You know, they, you know, they're selling rings today. You know, I seen a reading a little thing on someone that says smart news, but there ain't no smart news ever comes on there. But on my phone, I ain't too smart to pull some of this stuff up. But every once in a while, I look at something, and some of Bill Russell's, I think, a championship ring sold like five million dollars for a ring, a little over. I mean, it's just it's just metal. I mean, I like to have it if they give it to me, but uh, I mean, I'm human, but. I just don't understand why it was $5 million. Or you give somebody 15 or a million dollars to play one basketball game. I just don't understand it. Amen. It happens. They want their name. They want to break every record. So they'd be famous. But I'll just put my name on the last book of life. That'll be good enough for me. Amen. Just put it there. It'll be all right for me. Mary, you're highly favored. But good God. I bet that I don't know. She probably thought, you know, but I meant for one for a little while that made her feel good. She was highly favored. Amen. Amen. It's gonna be almost, I think Mary could felt thin like we might feel when we hear, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Amen. Don't you want to hear that someday? Yes. And it's all because of Jesus Christ. Said Mary, they're of highly favored from God. And so come conceives in the womb, shall bring forth a son, his name shall be called Jesus. We get on re read on down through there, and she said, You know, how can I do this? Because you know how this happened, because I know no man. She'd never been with the man. She never she was engaged to Joseph, but you know, they had never been together. And the Bible says. The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. You call it, you know, the, all that story. And so they, and said, Behold, thy cousin. See, God's always got a plan. And he said, the cousin, Your cousin Elizabeth, she had conceived a child in her old age. And this is about six, she's about six months long. 37th verse, and we're going to start closing some of this down. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. You need to underline that in your Bible. When the world is going crazy and you don't think you're able to do anything, but said, with God, nothing shall be impossible. Vicki put that on her bedroom wall. When I wake up in the morning, that's probably the most time the first thing I see is a verse on the wall. Says, this is the verse. With God, nothing shall be impossible. 
And boy, sometimes I need that and I get up in the morning because you can't hardly get things to move. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I know some of you young people don't know, but you know some of the older ones might. You know, I'm going to get through today. How am I going to pay for all this? Amen. With God, that's going to be all right. I'm going to trust him. I'm going to do my part and I'll let God do his part. Amen. Amen. The key thing here is do your part. Amen. Do your part. You know, so I'm not going to sit here in bed and let God take care of all this. No, you got to get up and do your part. He told Abraham, I think it's in Genesis 12, he said, get out of this country and take your friend, get, 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 get away from the, this get out of the country, get away from kindred, get out of this country. And if you do that, I'll bless you. Well, that's a whole other sermon. But, but he's got to do something first. But we told a generation, just sit around and God will bless you. Amen. That's what we've told them. Amen. Come on. But no, I better not get off on some of that. It was supposed to be a joyful time, and that makes you sad sometimes. It said Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Or Elizabeth is conceived. I've got to go on past what I need to I'm going to read this just real bit, real quickly here, and we'll get it settled down on some of this. It said, Mary, he told Mary that you know, her, her, her cousin Elizabeth was with child. And he said, you know, with God, nothing shall be impossible. In 39th verse, Mary rose in those days, went to the hills of the country to, in haste to in the city of Judah, and entered into the house of Zacharias and greeted, Mary, greeted Elizabeth. As soon as she heard this news, I'll put this a little bit, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. And the Bible says, and he, and he spoke with a loud voice, and she spoke with a loud voice, and blessed are thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And said in the in 44th verse, For lo, as soon as the voice of this greeting sounded into my ears, the babe leaped in my womb. For what? For joy. According to this, I'm trying to put two and two together here. Elizabeth now, the Bible, you know, we read it here in the back in the few verses, in about the 36 verses, Mary, uh, Elizabeth was six months pregnant, or six months with her. Everybody follow me on that. Amen. Mary went to Elizabeth's house, and Elizabeth, Mary told Elizabeth what was going on. And the Bible says that Elizabeth said this babe leaped for joy. Now, how can that happen if it's just a mob of nothing? Come on. That's what we're, they're teaching now. There's no life until it comes out of the womb. And sometimes then they want to take it off. What are you saying? I'm going to put this crib blunt. It's amazing how stupid people can get. Don't shut me down here. Just read this right here. She was six months. And as soon as John heard this, Elizabeth was counting for herself too. Did y'all get this? The baby looped because of the good news of Jesus Christ. That's the way I look at it. Leap for joy. So don't no politician tell me life don't begin. When they say it do, does. Life begins when God said it does. Amen. 
He, tell, he tells us in His Word, He says, I knew you even from your mother's womb. He knew John. He's going to call him John. And the Bible says, soon as he heard Elizabeth colored, soon as Mary came, and Mary told the story to her. John leaped for joy. Why? Because John was not out of his mother's womb yet. And this way I look at it, and you may not. John knew he had hope. John knew he had hope in Jesus Christ. So I didn't get time to get through all the rest of this this morning. I hope you got some little something from this. With God, all things are possible. Two or three points I'm making us close. Don't quit praying. Don't quit praying. Zacharias prayed for years. It never happened, but it did happen in, in God's time schedule. Y'all know that. God was making a plan for the redemption of sin of man. Amen. Aren't you thankful for it today? He come through and making a John was a forerunner for Christ. I mean, please that. And he sent his son, Jesus Christ. Why? John 3, 16 said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. See, in the beginning, Satan tried to separate God's prize from him. That's how I look at it. But God had a plan. But all we got to do is accept this plan right here. Fast forward for just a little bit. We say, you know, God's this, God's that. Christ came, God's only son came, and I'll shut up with this. He laid him in a manger, little baby. That's what we celebrate Christmas as, and it's a great time to celebrate. Amen. But yeah, God had a plan. But now Jesus in Acts, I'm going for quite a bit out right now. This is after the crucifixion there. They stood there and they looked up into heaven when Jesus raised up and went to the heavens. And they told the angels, told them sitting there, said, this same Jesus is coming back in the like manner. They didn't see him as coming back in the manger. He's coming back as he went up with power. Oh, thanks, you ought to get that. He's coming back with power after his church. So I celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ this Christmas. So thankful for it. But oh, thanks today. If you're a Christian today, we ought to be looking forward to the day that he comes back and takes his church home. Not look forward to dying, but I'm looking forward to living. Can you imagine for just a moment, I know I'm battling on for just a moment, can you imagine just living one 24-hour day in a place called heaven? How great it's going to be. How great it's going to be. No sickness, no pain, no suffering, no death, nothing like that. Can you imagine how great it's going to be? Wouldn't you like to spend just one day there? But God said, you know, we're going to spend eternity there if you tip your son, Jesus Christ. So my challenge to you through this Christmas holiday is you don't know Jesus Christ. Please make him Lord of your life. Please make him Lord of your life. 
Let's stand together. Every head is bowed. And let's pray together today. Right where you are, we're just going to close this way. If you want to come and pray, come on. But we're going to pray right now. Father, today, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you, thanking you today for this time of year. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for what the plan that you had. We thank you for hearing our prayers, Father. We thank you for answering our prayers today, Father. And I pray, Father, someone here in the sound of my voice had made you their personal Savior. I pray right now, right where they're at, they'll do that today, Father. And Father, we magnify you today. We glorify your name today. In Jesus' name we pray. And God's people said, Amen. Amen. Amen.